Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Western Oklahoma Sports Podcast here on a Monday, and it is a rainy Monday in Western Oklahoma, but I know with uh, everything going on in the state of the world, as far as drought and everything else has been concerned, we won't pass it by. So uh, a lot of rain kind of been feeling like Seattle as of late, and uh, I'm not sure how to how to deal with that. <laughs> it's I know that my mowing is, uh, I have to pick my spots, and then when I do, it's basically uh, get on there and uh, get it done. So anyways, we're here with, live with you on the SCORE Facebook page, 97.3 The SCORE, hashtag Western Oklahoma Sports, and uh, it is my pleasure to be here talking with you. It is summertime, but there is so much going on with regards to sports and uh, sports news here in Western Oklahoma. So we'll try to cover as much of it as we can for you. Uh, Swasu Rodeo is at the College National Finals Rodeo in Casper, Wyoming. Uh, some scores were ca- had come in yesterday uh, in the saddle bronc riding, the bull riding, and as well as uh, a little bit of barrel racing and then a few barrel races today as well we want to interact with you as well so be sure and leave your comments i believe i've got it set up correctly to be able to uh, read your comments as they come along so if you got a question or a comment be sure and let me know we had uh, some transfers coming out of norman uh, one in particular uh relaying to a western oklahoma person and then also a big name as far as the uh (laughs) yeah i can read those john john matthews chiming in uh also regarding to the uh recently three-peated champions of uh college softball the ou lady sooners had a big uh transfer announcement as well at least a transfer i guess she's already announced where she's going so um (laughs) john matthews is jordy ball playing at swasu yeah she's going to come out and uh and jump in with the uh, lady bulldogs no she uh the news the big news today is is that star pitcher jordy ball who also contributed in that uh, world series run in a big way with uh, her base running and everything else uh but just a shutdown pitcher throughout the college world series is uh transferring to the university of nebraska in order to uh, be closer to home she says she released a tweet saying that uh, she was going to transfer back to her home area and try to uh, help build softball there in the uh, in the Nebraska area which I would assume due to climatological wow climatological conditions uh, that that softball probably doesn't get as much uh, time on the field as they get here in the uh, southern Great Plains region and things like that because of the fact that uh, it just gets colder up there for sure but so anyway Jordy Ball transferring away from Oklahoma we'll have to see what that factors in with uh, Patty Gasso and her quest for number four in a row and seven total for the uh, amazing head coach they announced over the weekend that they were going to uh, have a statue built of her, and I would assume that will be outside Marita Hines Field. Uh, don't know that they would put her statue in Heisman Park, but you never know. Uh, so, anyways, but definitely do and uh, and and a good way to uh, to be able to honor her. Uh, John Matthews is she chasing a boy? You never know, and uh, <laughs> that could be uh, that could be any number of reasons. But her uh, contention was she wanted to get back uh, closer to home, and and you know we've all felt like that at times. I 
I know when I was uh, probably Jordy Ball's age, I felt it quite a bit. But uh, it's just one of those things where, you know, thank you for what you did. You have to thank them for what they did. You have to say, you know, hey, appreciate you and uh, all you contributed to the to the system and to the program. But then also you look at it and say, uh, okay, <laughs> you know, uh, you were a shutdown uh, you were a shutdown pitcher in the College World Series. So uh, we have her transferring out. And then also a tweet was sent out by a former Clinton standout, Caden Powell. And uh, we reported this on the new, on the sports this morning that uh, Caden Powell announced on Twitter that he is entering the transfer portal. I haven't heard of any potential destination for him. I did uh, I did put the uh, Dr. Evil uh, if you're watching on Facebook you'll know what I'm talking about. It's the Dr. Evil meme of him, you know, calling for uh, you know, come here and uh, we'd like to see him come back to Western Oklahoma, but I think he he might have a few more suitors uh, in the Division One level, you never know. But a lot of pop off of Caden Powell's bat uh, ever since since he was in high school even. And uh, he he did all right when he had a chance uh, for the OU Sooners baseball team. Uh, but obviously he feels like his next step is going to be uh, something that will be more geared for him. So uh, more power to him and best of luck to him as well. He's a, he's an amazing hitter. I know that uh, the one Clinton baseball game I called in his senior year, they were in regionals at Blanchard, eventual state champion Blanchard Lions. And uh, – one of his fellow teammates uh, now at OU was a starting pitcher there uh, for the Lions of Blanchard, and uh, Caden was the only one that got contact on him really for the most part, any good contact, and uh, he sent one to – he sent a hard hit double off of this guy who was just throwing – throwing amazing pitches and uh, Caden was able to to double him up but anyways uh, good luck to Caden Powell and uh, hopefully he'll uh, he'll find a place that works out for him and 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 you know I'm I'm always partial to the kids that we have here and and you know I'm always I not with the program day in and day out but I'll just say that you know uh, it's a situation where who knows what he could have done with a little more at bats, getting a little more used to uh, to the speed. But I know that college programs, you know, don't operate always like maybe we think they should or like we know how they should. So it's it's hard for me to say from the outside, but I do know that uh, I was told by a couple of people that he had he had scouts looking at him coming out of high school uh, just for the exit velocity off of his bat. So when he makes contact, he's he's a good chance he's going to send it in. Marty Wandry checking in and uh, watching us over at Clinton and uh, Clinton Liquor. We appreciate him very much and uh, probably have to get over and see you here before too long, Marty. Uh, John Matthews brought up the question, who's the next Weatherford Eagle girls basketball coach? And it's a question he woke me up to this morning <laughs> while he was doing his morning show. Uh, on uh, Van and John on 95.5, the Coyote uh, and Wright Radio. But I will have to say that, you know, we we hear rumors, we hear talk. Uh, we, we don't know what the situation is completely. I reached out, asked the question, told I was told that an announcement would be made uh, tonight at the school board meeting if it is a, uh, if it is a hire that is uh, – that is finalized. And I'll just say this, I'll put this out here. I, I started beating the bushes a little bit. Uh, this isn't from anything official, but uh, we're being told, or I was told by some, by some people on uh, that cover a lot of coaching moves on social media that the former Roland girls coach, uh, and I had his name right here and dang, my memory just, uh, just gives out. 
but uh, it is Greg Pratt is who uh, some sources say that it could be. We don't know. And uh, if they know, they're not telling me. And, uh, you know, that's no way to treat the law dog, is it? So uh, anyways, it could be a situation where a uh, former uh, 3A coach who I think uh, looking back, and I'll have to look at some uh, state state tournament programs, but uh, looks like it could be a situation where a uh, guy had success, you know, with a 3A squad, uh, and let's see you move up to 4A, and 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 we'll have to do some do some due diligence on him. Uh, the Roland Rangers is uh, who they are. We played them when I was in high school, and uh, they are just about straight I-40. So he would be going from one uh, <laughs> one part of I-40 uh, way in the eastern part of the state out here to the western part of the state, but. Um, Interestingly enough, uh, Hammond has hired a new coach, and his name is Clay Conley, and I'm supposed to be getting in contact with him this evening uh, to kind of go over uh, things with him. But he'll be taking over the Hammond girls squad, uh, the recently crowned champion Hammond Lady Warriors, and he'll be taking over that squad. He comes from Kenta which I believe Kenta is right there in the eastern section of the state uh, by Roland. And so interesting that, and I, and I think looking at Clay Conley's social media, uh, he had some in, involvement with uh, Roland at time from time to time. So it'll be interesting to see if it's two, if it's actually two coaches transferring basically from one end of Oklahoma to the other, just uh, straight down I 40, but Clay Conley uh, will reach out to him and, and get a, get an interview with him, but he is uh, set to be the uh, next head coach at Hammond and uh, will be coaching the defending state champion lady warriors and uh still uh still got some talent there still got still got a really uh really uh tall girl there and uh they uh would have to be i would think in class b a, a threat to repeat and uh always always uh is with a chance so anyways uh let's see marty wandry and uh john matthews they're giving us some comments here and there john you can look on facebook for john's we'll see if, <laughs> if you're reading his i'm a little scared too um john you're a wooden spoon buddy i'm not going into that so uh you know anyways i love you but uh and plus we're do a golf game here before long so anyways so that's what's going on with regards to high school sports and like i said uh swasu uh rodeo is at the college national finals rodeo in Casper, Wyoming, and uh, they are participating. Yesterday, both of the bull riders for the Bulldogs uh, got no score, according to what I found on the uh, results online, and uh, that would be uh, Dustin Sanchez. And I'll dag on it. Have the kid's name written down. I gotta start. I gotta start putting big billboards right up uh, above my monitor. Uh, but so, anyways, it was. Uh, it was only two. There were only two riders who got scores out of several that rode. And uh, so it was just a situation where uh, they, uh, the bulls were, the stock was apparently pretty tough uh, up in Casper. So, and then uh, also uh, there was tie down. Uh, there were some tie down results and things like that. So uh, Henley West, that's uh, thanks, Josh Jennings. You're you're a big help, buddy. And uh, Henley West is the uh, she'll be a junior coming up, I believe, and she's six. She's a full six two six three at least, and uh, just a, a a lot to deal with uh, in girls basketball. And that's a that's funny, you know, that we bring that up because 
uh, I made the comparison with regards to Landry Allen of the Tuttle Tuttle Lady Tigers, and she's a solid six two six three. And I, I just think in high school girls basketball in the state of Oklahoma, if you're over six two, it it's like having a seven footer almost on your squad. If it was if it was boys basketball, because uh, the way they're able to to just dominate the paint uh, just with their height advantage is, is pretty stunning and i'm sure henley west did that uh on the route to their uh state championship but also i saw landry allen a lot uh in that capacity and then also she had a soft touch around the bucket so uh any any coach that doesn't jump on a job with a six foot two six foot three girl uh must have other reasons but uh clay conley is who we're we're being told is uh is going to be the coach at Hammond. So, and uh, some other things going on uh, in the area. I know uh, I looked on Facebook and Kat Meacham, uh, the Clinton uh, Lady Red track and field uh, standout. Uh, let's see, Nathan Meggett. What about Caden Powell? Where's he going to end up? Did OU make a mistake? I'm going to go out there and say I think they are. I, I'm going to go out there and say that I think, and I'm sure I'm, you know, you can say it's favoritism. But I'm going to go ahead and say that, you know, give the kid more at-bats. Let him let him adjust to the speed of college football or college baseball and then, you know, see how he does. Because in a situation like that, uh, it's it's going to be a lot different, you know, than than what you see in the high school level or even the the I don't know, is, is it still American Legion or uh, even in the in the level of uh, of, you know, summer ball or anything like that. But the thing about it is, is, is I, I know when he did get in there, he made contact in several games when he got multiple at bats, he was, he was getting extra bases. So I'm going to go out and say that I think it is, I'm not privy to day in, day out operations of, of the, uh, OU baseball, you know, team, but he batted 257 in a season where he didn't get a lot of at bats. And I'm sure, you know, batting is one of those situations where you look at it and say, okay, you know, the more you do it, the more comfortable you're going to get. So, uh, but I don't know. It was, I hate to say it was like a throwaway year for Oklahoma, but it just didn't seem like, didn't seem like they were going to quite click like they did the season before. So, uh, Nathan Maggot, thank you for commenting on there. I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and say it's going to be a mistake. And I think that will be proven out by how Caden advances and whatever he does next. And, you know, and I'll reach out to him and see if uh, he's willing to, to, to visit with us, talk about what his plans are. And he's a great kid. Met him uh, two or three different times last year when he was a senior and uh, followed him a bit. I know Coach Kelly Gaunt there at Clinton was just, a, a you know, an, obviously an enormous fan of him. But uh, a few times I met him as a really neat kid. And, uh, you know, just best of luck to him wherever he goes. And, and hey, I – I would be remiss to say that a kid wouldn't have a chance to advance their baseball career from the Division II level. So, you know, come on back to Weatherford. Come on back to Western Oklahoma and uh, and join Swasu Bulldogs, and uh, let's see you, let's see you be, be knocking them out of Crawl's Corner down there uh, in the season. So, but we'll, we'll pay attention and, and see what happens there. So, uh, anyways. And then also – uh, like I said, Cap Meacham is a uh, just an outstanding track and field uh, per- participant competitor for Clinton, and she's also uh, going to end up probably. I think I believe, uh, if I'm correct, she's going to be at the um, she's going to be at the Nike 
tournament uh, coming up, and I'll get the clarifications on that. But I saw it, and we covered it last year, and uh, she was doing a great job uh, out there last year. And she's just somebody who, uh, as far as, and if you don't know, Kat Meacham is a state champion in uh, discus and shot put in class four a, uh, she was honored recently, uh, right before, uh, the legislative session ended, uh, by state representative Anthony Moore and, uh, just, uh, two times she's a repeat champion and she is just an amazing, uh, field. I guess that would be field uh, as far, yeah, headed to Nike Nationals. That's that's what I thought it was. I think that's out in, in Eugene, obviously, or or one of those places in Oregon, uh, being that it's Nike. But uh, she is uh, just an outstanding athlete, and I think, you know, I don't know. I don't know the whole situation from last year. I don't want to delve into it either. Uh, but uh, I think she's going to contribute to uh, a couple of other sports uh, this upcoming year uh, for the Lady Reds, and and just a great athlete and 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 a great kid too as well. I interviewed her last summer, and uh, we'll say good luck to her. And uh, she comes back with some some hardware from out there at the Nike Nationals. That's that's really saying something. So uh, congratulations, Cat Meacham, on that. And then also uh, last night, it was interesting to watch uh, the Oral Roberts University Golden Eagles uh, propel themselves to the Men's College World Series in uh, Omaha, Nebraska, as they will. Uh, yeah, Montel Crane. Thanks, Nathan. Uh, Mont- Bumpy. Bumpy Crane uh, headed out there as well, and uh, he is he's an outstanding uh, track and field athlete as well. Track and field in Clinton uh, for every thing that the girls uh were as far as in weatherford winning four straight titles uh you know with with the field events uh clinton definitely uh throws throws a lot of talent out there and gets a lot of results i know uh lola hester was a senior this year but also wyatt sawatsky uh is uh wyatt sawatsky i think will be another one that uh probably advances pretty well uh in the field throwing but anyways kudos to Oral roberts university for advancing to the college world series in omaha as they defeated oregon uh yesterday last night and uh, that was a weird deal because oregon advanced out of the uh out of the uh, arkansas regional which they went to fayetteville and beat the razorbacks and then oral oru uh, advanced out of the Stillwater Regional after, uh, I'm trying to think if they even had to play OSU. I don't think so. I think OSU, yeah, I think they played them first round, if I remember right. But anyways, ORU going to the College World Series, first time since 1978, and uh, they are, are really coming along. And the one Oklahoma team to make <laughs> the Super Regionals or the World Series this year. And so uh, anyways, so I guess... Okay, so Montel Bumpy Crane has a D1 offer, offer, according to Nathan Meggett, and possibly West Point. Yeah, we'll we'll reach out to Bumpy, and uh, we'll we'll try to get a story on that on our sports on Right Radio uh, 95.5, the Coyote, as well as News Talk KCLI every morning, and then also here on 97.3, the score, and on 101.7 The Zoo. And 101.7 The Zoo is a uh, situation where we will definitely reach out you know, be reaching out uh, heavier to the Elk City uh, vicinity and the programs there. I know in baseball, you know, I'm really 
appreciate Coach Jay McClure for for taking time to uh, to reach out to me or you know keep me in the loop on what's going with Elk City baseball. And then Coach Kelly gone also at Clinton, and then also uh, you know we we do Sayer on right right dot media uh, Sayer football and basketball. And uh, so, anyways, and that's really not very far around the corner if you think about it. We are we're coming up pretty close on. Uh, on the football season and you can always tell when it's going to be i mean it obviously july 4th is just around the corner but when you look at how the uh the july is rolling along and then all of a sudden you realize wow they're uh they're jumping into fast pitch (laughs) so anyways you know it's always a situation where once fast pitch is going you know uh we're just uh weeks from kickoff but anyways uh also the eight man All-State teams are uh, competing. The eight-man All-Star games are in Miami this coming weekend. And uh, there are some eight-man players. We mentioned them on sports today. And, uh, you know, that's a situation where I follow them on Facebook. And eight-man is an interesting situation here because we have some teams around that play eight-man. But, uh, you know, and I, I, I did my best when I took over last year to uh, definitely reach out to Mountain View Goatee Bow and, and um, Corn Bible Academy and Canton, which are kind of our primary eight-man, but then also Ceiling is up around there. But so many more of the eight-man teams are kind of, and Geary, I forget about Geary, uh, but, you know, Tipton was just a, a, a force to be reckoned with last season in uh, eight-man eight-man uh, football but it's a situation where we have a handful of them around here and we'll definitely do a lot to try to keep up uh with with them but uh we did have some area players make the oklahoma eight-man football coaches association all-star team and i read it off this morning and uh, didn't print off lists so my apologies for that but from what i could see it looks like uh we had uh from Mountain View Godibo, Jared Butler, and Tristan Hag, and then also, and you know, Hollis is interesting because I I would need to find out for sure if our signal, uh, either 101.7 The Zoo or 97.3 The Score, or even News Talk KCLI, I know out of Cordell and the Clinton area that they have pretty a pretty strong signal. I would be real interested to see if Hollis uh, picks up any of our programming. And if so, we would be glad to kind of throw them into the uh, mix. Cody Pester from Ceiling, uh, Connor Cox from Canton, and Colton Bowen uh, from from Ceiling. Also, Carson Schmidt, coach's son, there at uh, Corn Bible Academy. And then also uh, Newt Hutchison from uh, Ceiling. And then I never know what to do with O'Keen. Uh, I know they're a little bit out of our listening area, but they are kind of in the area, I guess you could say. Uh, but there was a couple of players from O'Keen, uh, Carson Osterhout, and then also uh, I saw one other one on there, but I'm not, I'm not going crazy. But anyway, so uh, congratulations to the players from Sealing Mountain View, Godibo, Corn Bible Academy, and Canton for making uh, the eight-man All-State. So anyways, uh, we'll start to kind of look to wrap things up here on this uh I don't want to say initial broadcast, but we're definitely going to uh, try to be a lot more consistent with coming on here and just giving you a Facebook live outlook or uh, update about sports in the area. And then also this will be recorded and uploaded to our podcast page at Western Oklahoma Sports on Apple and Google Podcasts. So um, 
I guess the only other thing I had was uh, back on the Weatherford coaching situation. Uh, hey, Crystal Blackwell, thanks for checking in. And uh, if they announce a coach tonight, you know, that obviously they'll be coming in and, and, and I, I'm not sure at Weatherford who has been uh, running – you know, them through any sort of summer drill, summer camp, summer pride, anything like that. I know uh, we had some assistance uh, last season uh, with Coach Grant Gibbons and, and you know, maybe they're kind of kind of stepping in. Uh, but the new coach, whoever it may be, and, and we think we might have an idea who it might be, we'll, we'll have to come in and, and hit the ground running, obviously, because the, the hire is, is pretty late in the season, uh, in the coaching vacancy season, I guess you could say. Uh, but you know, I just want to say right here on this platform, the, a very big thank you to Grant Gibbons and to Lydia Gibbons for, uh, all of the help that they've given me over time. Uh, because, okay. So yeah, the assistant coaches, Crystal Blackwell says the assistant coaches, uh, coach Gorman and coach Sage did help with the camp. So yeah, you, you've got to have your girls out there, uh, participating in summer, summer camps and things like that. Uh, but I do want to thank, uh, Grant Gibbons and Delidia Gibbons for, uh, all of the help that they've, uh, lended my way with regards to play by play and covering Weatherford sports, uh, Weatherford girls basketball and Weatherford girls soccer. And that's another thing, you know, you're, you're having to replace, uh, a twofer, <laughs> a twofer there, uh, in that you had Delidia take the Lady Eagles to the class 4A state semifinals and then also, uh, Grant Gibbons with a lot of success. Uh, with the Weatherford Lady Eagles basketball team. So, you know, it's it's a situation where, uh, you know, is it optimal to have to make changes? No, but people go places, people make changes in their life, and you, you adjust. And, and one thing I learned, and, and this is not disparaging towards any coach or anybody, but one thing I learned from my high school basketball coach, and he printed it out on a sheet of paper for us back, you know, when we used to get, you know, a stack of papers to, uh, to read through for motivation. But he mentioned that, uh, it was a riddle. It was a saying about there's no indispensable man. And it was about put your hand in a bucket of water and see how much space your hand takes up and then take it out and see how much it takes up then. And basically what it's getting at is, yeah, you, you, you lose, you lose a coach, you lose a player graduation, uh, transfer, uh, moving on to a different school. Yes, it, it makes an impact, but in inevitably, uh, you can rebound, you can continue. Uh, there's no indispensable man. And I found that out in police work as well. Uh, in 29 years of police work is, is when you think somebody's irreplaceable placeable you find out you can find out sometimes uh even unwillingly that that they are so uh it's a situation where good luck to the givens uh you know do i wish they had stayed yeah because i had built a relationship with them but people have to do what people have to do and and they felt like that was the best move for them so uh good luck to them at duncan and and you know we'll miss Dacia as well and uh she was she was a heck of a heck of a contributor on the soccer team and i think was set for a uh, breakout year in basketball and that's what she may be uh getting uh getting ready for at duncan in class 5a but uh we'll appreciate the givenses and we'll miss them but uh you know the new coach will welcome them uh with open arms and establish relationships with them and move on and that's that's how life is that's what you do uh with regards to life little parts there from my sermonette uh, but anyways, so as we begin to wrap things up, we just wanted to mention that if there's something that you want covered, 
you know, you can always email me at c.ramsey, R-A-M-S-E-Y, at writewradio.com. That's W-I-R-G-H-T-W-R-A-D-I-O.com. And uh, send me information about what you know about what's going on. And uh, if we can reach out and get uh, an interview with somebody in reference to a situation, we'll uh, definitely do that. But uh, so far, from what I can tell on the interaction, we've got, uh, we've had... Uh, several viewers, several reactions, and several comments. So uh, that's what this—that's how this thing works, and uh, we'll do our best to uh, keep working on this and bringing you uh, more content here on ninety-seven point three, the score that pertains to Western Oklahoma. And we don't want to take away from the programming that we have with regards to simulcasting uh, KREF out of uh, Norman and uh, also Fox Sports. But we also want to give an option for folks who want to hear, uh, you know, sports talk about local uh, issues and or local teams and things like that. So uh, and we will continue and uh, work on that. And then also with the weather, be sure and keep an eye out if you've got youngsters that are going to camps, whether it be a high school camp or a uh, or a. Uh, Swasu camp, uh, be sure and keep an eye out on what they have going on uh, as far as cancellations and thing like that. And we'll always try to share it here on the score 97.3 Facebook page, as well as the Twitter page. So I'm Chuck Ramsey, the law dog. I've given you a half hour of my life. So uh, we'll check in to uh, see what we can talk about tomorrow and be sure and tune in tomorrow for sports. 740 on Newstalk KCLI, that's 99.3, and then also 750 on 95.5 The Coyote. I bring you sports every morning, and uh, I'll be going on vacation next week, so you'll have either Mike Smith or the Prez, John Adams, uh, covering for me doing sports, but uh, hopefully we'll get all of the big news knocked out this week, so we'll have uh, a lot of coverage for that, but anyways, so we'll go ahead and check out, and we'll talk to you tomorrow here at about the same time, 4 o'clock, 4.30, and uh, check in in with you there so be safe out there don't text and drive and sure don't drink and drive and we'll check in with you tomorrow right here on the western oklahoma sports podcast on the score 97.3 facebook page